Welcome everyone to the Psychic Wives podcast with Ginger Hendry, Jerry Carabin, and Kathy Rumsey. Here we discuss all things energetic, spiritual, intuitive, and yes, psychic. You'll learn about things like Reiki, animal communication, mediumship, or maybe just how to manage your energy on a daily basis. We'd like this to be a place where you can come to open your mind and allow yourself to create a better version of you. It's all about everyday living with a twist. Welcome to the Psychic Wives Podcast. I'm Jerry Carabin. I'm Kathy Rumsey. I'm Ginger Hendry. And I'm Julianne Gadziella. <laughs> and today, Yay. with guest wife Julianne, um, we're kind of not really sure what we're talking about. We're, we're sort of sure what we're talking about. We're kind of going to go all over the board here. Um, we kind of wanted to just give a general, and I think it's important that we do this every now and then, for new listeners, give a general uh, discussion about tips on working with your intuition, tips on finding your tribe, uh, tips on working with your guides, tips on uh, working with clients, whatever. Um, and so we're kind of going to be all over the place here. We, we know that some of you are just, uh, sometimes people that are listening to us are um, they want to start a, a, you know, career. They want to start a business doing this. Others, they just want to learn how to do it for themselves or how to read their animals or how to whatever. So this is going to be one of those that we, um, we don't really know what we're talking about. We're just going to talk. How's that sound? Does that sound sort of like what we're doing here? <laughs> well, one um, thing that has come up and maybe it's come up with uh, other people too. I'm sure it has with you, Julianne, because you do a lot of teaching. Um, but I've had a lot just this year in particular of people saying, how do I get started? Yeah. You know, um, I really want to do this, but I'm kind of all over the map. There's so much out there. Um, and so maybe if we, you know, sort of hit it from that point too, um, that might be helpful to narrow it down. N not that you can really narrow it down because everybody has to find their own way, right? Yeah. I think about. we all started taking some sort of class or some sort of program, um, or whatever. And I, and I do think that we've all, um, that has benefited us all greatly taking some sort of class or becoming certified at some sort of thing. But I will say to people out there right now, that's not necessarily necessary. Um, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm now just in a, yeah, I'll take a class thing, but I'm not getting involved in, um, you know, taking a six month long program or stuff like that because I found that I'm past that. Um, not, and that doesn't mean I'm past that because I'm so good. It just means that now I take a class here, a class here, a class here, and use it to kind of fill my toolbox with stuff. But getting involved in some sort of program or some sort of series of classes, wouldn't you guys say that that's sort of how we all started and it was really beneficial for us? And it's a great way to find your tribe. I was just gonna I think in that. the beginning, yeah. it's really hard not to, you know, we look to our family and friends and they may not get it, right. you know, yes. and, and it's easy to be put back a bit, maybe in your passion for this area, if the people around you aren't passionate about it. So a subtle way is, yeah, I'm going to my meditation class. Yep. I'm going to my, and all of a sudden your new tribe bubbles up and right. it can yeah. really get, you get your validation there. Right. And, and, and that tribe is, 
probably a really important piece of doing this kind of work um, because you do like we bounce ideas off of each other all the time. If I'm doing an animal communication and, and like I have a like a rough reading or if I'm doing a, a, a coaching or intuitive whatever and I have a rough, I will absolutely text the wives and mm -hmm. and try to get some feedback or because there's times when you get you have a reading that that doesn't feel well to maybe the client or I've had a couple where the clients like kind of gotten pissy <laughs> and that makes you feel like, Oh my God, Oh my God, Oh my God. So I think having a tribe with, with any of this kind of work, whatever it is, is essential. Um, and, and I remember going to my first animal communication workshop at Omega, like seven, eight years ago now, however long ago it was. And literally walking into the room and being like, I found my people. Yeah. <laughs> you know, yeah. so there is that, um, especially, you know, middle age, it's harder to make friends. It's harder yeah. to find people you really connect with that you go to something like that, like a workshop. And just like you said, Jerry, it doesn't have to be a big six month, one year, three year mm -hmm. commitment. It's just a a one day workshop or a two hour workshop is, you know, just to get yourself in that space in your, in your head to, to connect. And I love what you said about at our age, cause we're all, you know, somewhere between 50 and up, you know, it is hard <laughs> for us to, you know, at that age. So, so it happens very quickly because you walk into that room and, you, you know, you don't have, you're not a hundred percent in common with everybody, but yeah. you sure do have a big thing in common. Um, and I, it's like safe space. Yeah. With my younger uh, students that are awakening and opening up, you know, it's interesting. They feel like because they're young, they won't be taken seriously. Like mm -hmm. we have some inherent factor because we're quote older, that there's some level of wisdom. And I really work with them. None of it matters. We're, right. We all open up. When we open up, we all find our tribe. And for some people to get involved on a weekly or every other week or monthly basis, regular is really important to yeah. them to feel connected. You yeah. know, some people feel a once in a while thing is like a tease. But if right. you commit and throw yourself into a regular connection, because you, it's a new family you build mm -hmm. and yeah. you feel yeah. safe in your new family. Yeah. And so I say to the, you know, to the ones, uh, individuals who are younger, uh, we're all at the same place with our awakening. It's just getting your confidence built and being your authentic self. We're all just trying to work in our authentic self space. I want to bounce off that authentic self space there too, and, and kind of link it or, or whatever, talk about that when we're going to classes. A lot of times, if you do take some sort of program or you do take some classes, um, especially when you're beginning, I remember I would be like, okay, one, I do this. Number two, I do this. Number three, I do this. Like I had to do it exactly like the way I was being taught. And even if some of it might not have resonated with me, but I was like, nope, this is the way you do it. Do you know what I mean? So as we've grown, so this is kind of a tip that I'd like to give people as, as we've grown, I don't do it the same way I did it or right. I was taught. I, it's it's kind of 
morphed into what works best for me and my client or yeah. family member or my dog or whatever I'm, I'm working on or my friend or whatever it, it, it's morphed into that. So my advice to people that if they were taking classes, uh, what do they say? Take what you want and don't leave the rest, but maybe, okay, that's not resonating me, with me right now, but I'm going to put it kind of on the back burner and maybe go back to that at a time. In other words, if someone's teaching you, they're not, they're where they are as well. Sort of like what you just said, Julianne, yeah. you know, so they're not better than you. You're not better than them. They've just practiced more or whatever. And they, and this is the way that works for them uh, right. to do it. So it's okay to find your own way. And yet in the beginning, Jerry, that kind of foundational. Absolutely. I mean, there are foundations to channeling. There are Absolutely. foundations yep. to mediumship. Yep. There are foundations to animal communication. So I may take a class on animal communication with you or Ginger or Kathy, and I may find that there's variations in how the three of you teach it. Yeah. But out of that will bubble up how I'm going to work with it. Exactly. You know, exactly. so I, but I do would need some sort of structure yep. to know where to come off of. And that's why I think at the beginning it's important. Yep. To get the structure, the parameters. Yeah. Yeah. And then well, and feeling safe in it too. You know, as you said, finding a safe community. Because one of the things that dawned on me when I first started in animal communication was I was very used to being good at what I did. Not not animal communication, but in my life, yeah. right? And I was older. And so it was a very disconcerting feeling to get into a group and not know or not be good, like in my word, not be good at, at it. Yeah. And you really have to sort of push past that. So you want to find somebody um, who really is that safe space who says, hey, it's okay. Everybody feels that way um, and, and, you know, builds that foundation, but at least allows you to be you and, and understands how you feel about it. Because everybody does that, right? I mean, well, and, and also with the caveat of it wasn't that you weren't good at it. It right. was that. It's it's not a yes no thing, right? <laughs> right? Yeah. <laughs> you bring up for me. It's so funny. I go back to when I was in my early twenties, when the dinosaurs were roaming, and, <laughs> and I was in my chosen field of staffing and employment, which was where I had my main career uh, most of my life. And I started out fresh out of college, but I was also studying palmistry. I was like, I had all these gifts unfolding, you know, at 22. And yet, so I'd be interviewing people for jobs. They'd fill the application. I'd put the application down and I'd be reading their palm because it was temporary work. And I could see if they were going to sh show up. <laughs> Based on the, and the owner of the company came over to me and he's like, you can't do that. <laughs> but he goes, you have, and he pulled the application up. You have to stick to the paper. I go, but the paper isn't tell me if they're going to show up for work and, and what kind of person they are. And, 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 and he's like, if I see you reading another part. So I learned early on to shut it right. down, but it's actually in hindsight. So I shut it down for many years because of that. Mm -hmm. But what was the lesson really should have been, there's a time and a place. Right. right. So no, you don't have to, you know, go into the, into your business world and be that blatant about it. So that was an, but it did shut me down. So my tip would be know when and where as you evolve is that correct place so that you don't feel like, Oh, I got to shut this down. This is wrong. Hey, you know what? That leads me to a question. People say all the time, like, oh, you have such a gift or something like that. And, and, and 
do you guys believe because there's part part of you know there's part of me that's that says that we've all we're all born intuitive and then society or whatever you know work or whoever shuts it down um do you does everybody believe that everybody can do this kind of thing everybody can can i i don't know if i'm making myself clear but i think i think the gift is the ability to call it back up and exercise the muscle yes it's our connection to our divinity selves to our soul self we all have it we all yeah. have it I, well, that's my personal belief. And when I teach, belief, I, yeah. I teach that as well. And then our life path that we, you know, takes us in whatever way that we access it or don't, mm -hmm. or we hide it or don't. Yeah. Or and I always say like mothers, mothers have an amazing intuition. Do you know what I mean? And everybody, you always hear stories about something like a mother would be like, oh my God, you know, like all of a sudden get a feeling about something mm -hmm. or whatever. So yeah, that was just a little bit of side note because I always wondered if, I, I guess it just popped into my head if you guys feel the same way that we all have it. We just, you know, society squashes it down. Heck, they were burning us, you know, several hundred years ago. You know? I, I mean, we'd be in a lot of trouble for having this conversation, you know, um, about that. But yeah. Um, the other thing that, 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 uh, you know, kind of going along the tribe with the tribe is, I feel that when I do this work for clients, I also need to do the work for myself. Like, you know, I, you know, have a regular phone call uh, with a co colleague that, that helps me when I'm, you know, working through some stuff. Um, I work with a Reiki master um do you know what I mean do you guys feel the same like you know because we're working with these people and we're 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 doing this kind of work but we need to do the work ourselves do you guys do this part of our self-care yeah right right yeah well and being open to it you know I know we've talked a bunch of times about law of attraction and and this kind of really is a law of attraction thing you put it out I, I, I want to expand not quite sure how I'm going to do that, but you know, to the universe, this is what I want to do. And then sometimes random things um, happen. And I think of, of one for me, Julianne was when um, I ended up on Julianne's mail list. Cause I did a psychic fair with her and um, she sent out, uh, she was going to be doing this class. And I don't know how I read this wrong, <laughs> but I thought the class was on mediumship. And I was doing animal communication and people were starting to pop in. And so I thought, oh, so I emailed you and I said, hey, do you think I'm an animal communicator? Do you think this class would be good for me? Um, you know, because I was thinking it was a mediumship class. And then I get into <laughs> the class. It was not a mediumship class. It was a business building class, but with oh. all different intuitives, right? And some of those intuitives I'm still friends with. And I don't know how many years ago that was, like, four years ago, maybe. Yeah, yeah pre-COVID, four or five years ago. Yeah. And I'm still friendly. I still network and all of that. And I remember thinking afterwards, how did I read that? <laughs> I mean, I, that was where I was meant to be. And that really- Oh, absolutely. Well, yeah. the word mediumship was maybe one word, mediumship, psychic channeling, but yeah. you zeroed in on this big paragraph of the one yeah. word. Yeah, but to me, oh. that's like universes in divine order. Exactly. Yeah. And the universe is was... like- you know, because whether you were putting things out there about whatever law of attraction, the universe is like, okay, got it. We're going to get her to this class. 
Well, and the thing you is, know? you know, I had learned, we all did study the same place for animal communication. So, you know, this one thing stood out that we don't typically read from a picture. And I remember in one of the circles that I was with in this class with Julianne, she said um, she wanted me to, to get up and do a reading. And like, I didn't know anybody at all in this circle. And so um, she said, who has pictures? And of course, everybody has pictures of their animals on their phones. And I said, oh, no, I, I don't read from pictures. And she said, what do you mean you don't read from pictures? And I said, I, I, I don't. She goes, well, you can. And I said, oh, I don't know. She said, you're psychic. Of course you can. <laughs> so, right. Well, that goes back to kind of what we were saying about this is the yeah, way I'm supposed to exactly. do it. This is the way I was talking and that was the it. first thing, because I, I sat there afterwards and I thought, oh, my God, my whole like view shifted. Like yeah. I can do anything I want to do. I can try anything out instead of being in this mold. And so I well, think it's important to be open. Be open. And I know we've talked about this before and we've brought it up on podcasts before, but um we used to laugh because Kathy, you know, when you're when you're starting to read, we would always like, okay, here's my ritual before we read. Here's what <laughs> you know you do, and I have to yeah, do meditate, kumbaya. I gotta yeah. do all this like stuff or whatever, right? And we used to laugh because we used to, what do we used to say? Stop, drop, and read because Kathy <laughs> would just go like, boom. At one point yeah. she was with a fellow student. Weren't you in Manhattan or something? You were in like yeah. park or something like this. And they were talking about reading something. And the other, the other colleague was just like, oh, well, I can't, I can't do it. Do she it. was like, I need a half an hour. Like I need a half an hour to meditate. And <laughs> like get to do her meditate. like ritual. And Kathy's like, no, you know, just you know like you know just do it you know and and I think that yes some of us starting out especially what do you mean I, I, I can do that I don't have you know what I mean like right and and now I mean I used to be like you know you know we all used to be that I don't know if I was ever a half an hour but it would be like okay first I gotta do my sage which I still do and then I have to do this and I have to say a prayer and I have to whatever Blah, blah, which I still do. I always said an intention. Right, because you feel better when you do it, but it doesn't yeah, mean you right. have to do it. It doesn't mean you have to. Yeah. But now, I mean, I've been at a party with music playing and somebody come up and said, hey, you know what my dog is having? I'm like, hold on a second. Yeah, okay. Something about the fire alarm. Do you know what I mean? And they'll be like, you know, it went off last night. And I'm like, there <laughs> you go. But you know what I mean? Like now, I don't even, I don't even think about it. Uh, and I, and, but I, but that is practice, 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 practice. Mm -hmm. Right. You know, um, and and so, yeah, a lot of people beginning need to, you know, like, you know, my pen has to be here and my essential oils have to be there. And my do you know what I mean? Which is all good because ritual is a very it, it's a it's a good thing. It gets you in that space. Well, you I remember um, laughing with a student one time because she had to take a bath. And she had candles and she had all stuff. And I thought, oh my God, if I took a bath every time I did a reading, I'd be, you know, I'd be, be a prune. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and she obviously didn't have to do that as time went on, yeah. but it's just funny when you hear the, the yeah. rituals and whatnot. Yeah. Um, you me, as you're talking, you're bringing me back to when I studied mediumship in, uh, in at Arthur Finley College in England, as I think uh, some of you have been to. Uh, a lot of fun over there with the Brits. But when I came back, when I would work on mediumship, I'd be in circles and everybody would be, you know, seeing who dropped in the traditional way, who's coming through. But what I decided, I morphed from that because so often people that came through were not connected in the like front lobe here of the person I'm sitting with. Right. Like they're really burning to talk to this person. 
And so I created a tea room in my mind. I have a room in my mind when I do my mediumship. And when I sit with someone, I'd ask them to invite someone to sit and have tea with me. And they invariably instantly come in and they leave. Yeah. Everybody follows them. But yet when I talked to one of the people I had studied with, they were like, oh, no, you can't do that. You can't do that. That's not the way. But I go, but they come into my tea room. Sometimes they want a beer, but they come. <laughs> right. So this branching out, I'm sure it's the same thing with animal communication. Yeah. Ever Like we start to branch in our own way. It doesn't matter what whoever taught me thinks. Yeah. Well, right. it matter is what works with me right. and my clients. Ginger and I talk about that a lot. And I do that with clients too. We've spoken about this, Ginger, like I, what they call gallery readings. Like you just go yeah. and who comes in. I full disclosure, I'm not as good at that. But I think for me and Ginger and I, this is the part that I think you and I have spoken about is that we started with animal communication. So it's like, I'm asking for like a specific dog or a specific cat or something. So right. I'm used to that way of doing it. And also I find nine times out of 10, if somebody comes to me for a mediumship reading, they're looking for a specific person. Right. Yeah, so in that gallery, you go over here and say, who can I bring into my room or sit by the water with me or sit in my place? Who do you want me to start with? And yes. if they understand that's how I work, that's it. Yeah. Well, yeah. And then when people say, well, I want to see how it drops in. I'm like, well, here's how I work. Right. What works for Julianne is we invite someone in and, and the more I've stuck to it, it just, yeah. people fade away who don't. That probably works in a gallery. I never tried it. I bet it does work in a gallery. Yeah. yeah, I bet it does. And I think that, you know, sometimes you have to find your way when I'm teaching animal communication, probably same with, with everybody teaching anything is I say, you know, it's not about being right or wrong. It's about figuring out how you work. It's figuring out how yes. your intuition works. And then you sort of build a library, whether it's symbols, colors, mm -hmm. you know, um, feelings, you know, whatever it is. So I work differently. So what comes through to me means something. What comes yes. through to you might be the same thing, but it means something different. And we're not interpreting. Um, like I, I get a lot of physical sensations. So I would say to somebody, usually when I feel this. Yes. It leads me here. But it doesn't always. Sometimes somebody will say, no, that's not it. It's something else that you know correlates to it but yeah. um you never say this is it or or, or whatever but i work differently than and that's Ginger, a great that's a great thing to to bring up because a lot of times we'll especially when you're teaching people they'll be like i don't i want to do it i want i want what ginger's having you know what i mean right. like ginger yeah. will see certain things or you said feel you get a lot of feelings in your body i get very little feelings in my body like I'll get some, but it's more of like my attention will be brought to an area or something. So in other words, my point is like, you know, Kathy may get it one way. I get it one way. I, somebody gets another way. And I, I, I have people, I want to do it that way. And I'm like, do it the way that is good for you. Don't dismiss the way you're getting it. The rest will come. But if you're getting it, you're getting it. Don't worry about how you're getting it, you know, or don't envy another way. Just build on it, build on it, build on it. You know, the, uh, the other ones will open up. The other Claire's will open up. What were you going to say, Julianne? Your, what is your tip? I'm both of piggybacking off of what you both just said. I find often people starting out are so frustrated that they don't get it fast enough. Like, what are your tips? Yes. They always like, but I want to get it like Jerry gets it. 
but I want to feel it like ginger. I'm not feeling yeah. it like ginger feels it. I'm not right, bubble, yeah. like what tips come up. I, you know, I tell people that they're in their own divine timing, but that's not good enough for some people. They just are dismissive to themselves. They well, are. I, and I think when you practice, like if you're teaching a class, let's say, um, yeah. or you're helping somebody who's in a class or, you know, what, whatever it is that they're doing, I can say this is how it comes to me because I'm more physically feeling. But I always say things like I always mentioned Janine, um, one of our students, uh, when we were students, one of our friends, and Janine is an artist. She's a designer. So she sees and, and even at the beginning of everything, I see this and I remember thinking, oh, my God, I don't see anything I can feel. <laughs> yeah. And it was senses envy. Um, but for yeah, me, sense of Jerry, yeah. yeah. Jerry's point, it, it did all open up. But I just say when when we're practicing, because we do an I do an animal communication circle once a month. And so when we're reading back, you know, what comes up, I always say that, you know, okay, so did did you hear that? Did you see that? Did you and, and people are trying to figure out, oh, I don't know. I think I just knew that or whatever. I'm just trying to connect them because we were all getting information. Yeah. Right. They just they don't know. And I don't know why I feel things physically. I just always have. I so, believe that we get the information um, in the way that works best for us. Like, another, like so I get a lot of information um, via law of attraction stuff because I'm a huge law of attraction person. I get a lot of information from like, you know, old movies. You know, whenever I see Julie Andrews spinning on top of the mountain, that's a symbol for me, <laughs> right? Whenever I see certain commercials, that's that means something to me. Sometimes I'll see a character from a movie and I'm like, oh, okay. I'll also sometimes get things from my life like, oh, um, talk about that time your brother did this. Okay. And then I'll, I'll say, okay, I'm supposed to tell you da, 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 And they'll be like, oh my God, I get, you know, or something like that, you know? Um, so I believe that we get it in the way that is most clear to us, I guess, or, or like. It makes the most sense to us. Makes yeah. the most yeah. sense to us. I want to speak to that timing thing you said, Julianne, because I, because yeah, people are like, what happens is you're sitting there and you're just waiting for something to come in. And then, especially when you're new, it's not coming in. And now you start panicking because it's not coming in and now it's not going to come in. It, do you, do you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, wait, and there, and there's that, that piece of I'm trying, I'm trying, I'm trying. And I always say, stop doing that. Stop right. trying, allow, stop trying, allow. And yes, well, you when you're trying, you're in the wrong side of your brain. You're right? in the wrong side of your brain. Yeah. And, and for me, what I say is I always have pen and paper in front of me whenever I have a reading, I'm either doodling or I'm writing words down or I'm putting something down and circling it to go back to that in a second. Cause a lot of times things come in really fast for me. Um, so what I always say to them is just like, it's okay. Don't worry about it. Nobody is sitting in front of you saying, I can't believe she's taking so long. I can't believe that 10 seconds has gone by and she has not given me any information. No, the person in front of you is eagerly waiting to hear they're not feeling that that time that you're feeling so what i always say is just just write down whatever is in your head write down whatever is in your head even it's like oh my god nothing's coming in okay nothing's coming in just 
do you know what I mean? Write down whatever is coming in, even if nothing's coming in. Do you, do you see what I'm saying? And eventually it's going to come in. It's like, it's like priming. It's like when you turn the faucet on, you turn the faucet on and it's not, it starts a little bit and then it comes. Do, do you know what I mean? So you're priming the pump. Well, I always say to students when I'm teaching too, um, okay, you say you're not getting anything. We don't want to do that. We don't want to push. Uh, we have that conversation. But then I say, look, it, pretend, pretend yeah. you're not getting paid. I'm not, I'm not grading you. You're not <laughs> team right. We're just having fun. Yeah. So, you know, dogs, so this is a dog to. If you were talking to this dog, what would he say? What would you see? And when you do that, you find that the real information is coming through. And if you can get a student to feel secure enough to say what's coming through, I'll give you just an example. I taught a class like a weekend class, like a month ago. And I had a student in there and, and it was, we all had fun. So everybody was pretty comfortable, you know, saying whatever. And we're reading a cat and he said, um, I don't know. He said, I'm just going to say this. This is just ridiculous, but I see Batman. Um, and so everybody starts laughing or whatever. So we, we do the whole thing and I go back to him because I know the cat. Um, I said, you know, you said you saw Batman. Batman is this cat's litter mate, brother. They're in the same. <laughs> That's the name yeah. of the cat. So, and then, yeah, then that's great. Everybody's like, oh, you know, not that they got the same thing, but okay, it's safe to say whatever, because there is some connection. I don't know what it is, but you don't have yeah. to know what it is. The person right, and does. here's the other thing. A lot of times along that same vein, I was um, having a one-on-one -on -one with somebody trying to help her like open up her intuition. And um, she was like saying things. She's like, I don't want to say that because that's just me making up what a dog does. I'm like, but a dog does what a dog does. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> so in other words, she's like, you know, he's just barking a lot. Well, a dog, you know, he's just he's just showing me this bark, and I'm just this bark, this bark, this bark, you know, something like that. And I'm like, yeah, but say it because well, because people have dogs that don't bark at all. So right, yeah. <laughs> or maybe this dog is a particular has a particularly wild bark that everybody laughs about or something or maybe they're working on this dog just barks incessantly and they're working on it or maybe do you know what i'm saying so people don't want to say things because well i'm making that up because that's what a cat would do well, well or being a cat yeah oh that <laughs> sounds crazy i'm not going to say that because that is so crazy and then you go right up into yes. your head i had one a reading yesterday and um it was for, we were multiple animals but it was a dog and I said, I said, I'm just going to say this. I know this is not literal, but this dog has like a cowboy hat on, like a straw, like a straw cowboy hat. And we both cracked up. And she said, oh, my God, she took her phone out. She and had a picture of the dog where well, he does not have a hat on. But his favorite show, because he likes TV, is I don't I don't know what the exact name is it, but it's a reality show. Farmer needs a wife or something. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. Oh, my God, that's so funny. And there's a picture of him. He's like this at the screen. Watch him. No. Um, so See, that's the thing. The crazier it is, yeah. just say it. And here's the other thing that I give to people sometimes that I'm teaching. It's just, you know what? You can always say, and I still say this. I'll still say, okay, full disclosure, I don't know if that's coming from me or coming from him, but I'm just going to say it. Do you know what sure. I mean? And that takes the pressure off sometimes. Yeah. Because maybe, was that something that popped? That did was that something that popped into my head that I got in the way of? Was that coming from me? So 
it takes the pressure off. But sometimes when you say that, you're like, nope, that's coming from him. You know, and <laughs> know that'll happen. And right. I love, love, love that example because I think people starting out want to see like, you know, oh, I saw a pen and oh, his name is Pen. Do you know, you know, people need that. But it can be as crazy as Batman or as crazy as I'm seeing a hat. <laughs> yeah, because it's not, and you don't have to tie it into a pretty bow. No, nope. you just give the information, just give the data, give the data, give the data, because it's up to the client to say, oh my God, I totally right. know what that means. You know, it's it's interesting though, because when, when um, years ago, I, I think it's been three years, three, four years now, um, I did a, a mentoring program with a medium who's a spirit artist and um I had signed up for his program you know I had gotten into his mentoring program but we hadn't started our classes yet and but I had also signed up to have a spirit art session with him for myself so we get on the you know it's done over the phone and he's he's drawing and and he's he's an amazing spirit artist like you go to his website and it's like drawing after drawing after drawing with a picture next to it that if you look at the picture and you look at the drawing you go yeah that's a pretty good drawing of that picture but he never has the picture when he does the drawing yeah it's Kathy all... explain what spirit just explain a little bit about what spirit uh drawing so is. he's a medium right. who when he happened to also be an artist before he started doing mediumship he was an he was also artistic so he does drawings of the people that come to him so while, while you're doing, sitting with him and you're so kind of while you're sitting with him yes. he's drawing yeah so i have this reading and and again i know like he's he's my mentor i i highly regard him and i'm doing a reading and a lot of, and he's one of these whoever comes through, comes through. You're not going to get to ask for a specific person, whatever. And I had a lot of spirits come through on, in this hour long session. So, so he does the drawing and he said, now when you get the drawing in the mail, this, this guy, this guy that I drew, whoever he is, is saying, I didn't quite get something about his jaw right. So what I want you to do is I want you to cover up his face from the nose down, just look at his eyes. If you if you recognize his eyes, you're all set. And if you want me to, I could fix the drawing, whatever. If you don't recognize the eyes, call back and I'll do like a follow-up session with you. So I get the drawing, no idea who this person is, like never seen him before in my life kind of thing. So I call back and schedule a follow-up session he does another drawing, um, sends me the drawing in the mail, get the second drawing, which is almost identical. Couple but little- Was it connecting to the same person? Yes, so okay. I don't know how he was, a like I don't understand how he works that he was able to like call in the person the second time to say, right. this is who I wanna draw. But anyway, I get the second drawing, same thing, no idea. Never seen this person before. But I also regard this guy highly enough that I'm like, I know it has to be somebody. I just don't know who it is. And maybe like a month or two later, I went to visit my parents and I show I was showing my father the pictures. 
And I was like, dad, do you know who this is? He's like, no, who is it? And I'm like, no, no, no. I'm trying to identify the person in the picture. And he's like, well, how do you have pictures of someone who you don't know who it is? I don't want to get into story. Long story, dad. Exactly. Long story. (laughs) My mother walks in the room and she's like, what do you do? And I said, oh, I was just asking dad if he happens to recognize who this person is. And she goes, I know him. And I'm like, okay. And she walks out of the room and then she calls me and she's like, Kathleen, come here, help me get this picture off the wall. And it turned out, and it was just like all his other ones. It was a picture of my great grandfather who had passed before I was born. And the drawing was basically identical to the picture of him on the wall. (laughs) But I had known. So when I, I think maybe like a month or so after that, I I saw my mentor in person and I was telling him this story and he's like, yeah, it happens all the time. You know, you just, yeah. you have so many spirits on the other side who you never knew in this lifetime, but that doesn't right. mean that they're not always around you. And I'm like, but as your mentoree or mentee, like that would erect me if I had done two drawings and my client was like, I have no idea who this is. And he's like, I know, but you just have to, you just yeah, I tell to- people to go to their ancestry. Yeah. People yeah. have maybe a generation back. I constantly get this, Kathy, and not drawing, but just describing. Yes. And I'll stop when they disconnect. But I'll say, look, at, I need you to embrace your people more. I need yeah. you to go into your ancestry.com. I need you to go check with mom and dad and the, right. and the relatives because we're guilty in this timeline. You know, 100 years ago, people could would know all their people. Right, right. I mean, so I feel for you. I, you know, I'm feeling what you're talking about. Yeah, but I mean, just like, so to, you know, to kind of, to speak to the audience, like, don't doubt yourself just because the person receiving the reading can't understand the information. It might come to them later after you're off. You don't know what happened when you get off the phone. Yeah. Yeah, and you know what? That's it's that's a a great piece there. So two two things that I want to say to that. First of all, we can often like go down that rabbit hole of like, oh my god, oh my god, I I just like you're saying, Kathy, doubting myself, doubting myself because they don't understand it, they don't understand it. But if you put yourself in their place, nine times out of the ten, the client is not like, well, she sucks at this. She's like, the, the client's like, oh my God, I got to figure this out. I got to figure this out. They're deer in headlights. Yeah. Nine mm. times out of 10, um, they're doing that. And what I say a lot of times when I'm doing an animal communication, I always tell them, you're going to hear me say like a bazillion times, does that make sense? Does that make sense? Does that make sense? And I always tell them, if it doesn't make sense, tell me it doesn't make sense. Just say, mm, not really getting that. And then I will go back to the animal and say, look, can you give this to me another way? Okay. And so- Sometimes they'll give it to me another way and the client will be like, oh, no, okay, I totally get it. I totally get it. Sometimes they don't. So I tell this to my clients. I say, you know, if, you know, I may be able to go back and get it another way, but if you still don't understand it, no worries, but I'm probably going to say, just put that in your back pocket and we're going to move on. And it often happens either by the end of the reading, the client will be like, oh my God, I think I figured out that. Or a week later, I get an email saying, do you remember when you told me blah, 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 <laughs> I totally figured it out. Do you know what I mean? So it's exactly that. It's, we may be getting a really 
great piece of information that they need that they don't get, but right now, but they will later. Or I remember I had a husband and wife, um, this was years ago, and they were actually in my office and they came together and I was uh, reading the wife and I was talking to her about um, like, oh, she's, she's very, like the images I was getting was like her packing a car and how everything was very, mm, like there was almost this like militaristic, like, you know, everything was like that. And she's like, no, that's not me at all. No, that's not and me. And the husband's going, oh my God, and the that's husband's so going, Yeah. Like looking at her like, are you kidding me? Like, the, so the point was that she didn't want to see herself right. that way. That was not a comfortable thing. I think we might've read the same people. <laughs> I know, right. I remember talking to you guys about it. This was years ago, you know, but but it, 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 you know, so, so there's another piece of it, you know, just because somebody, and this, this is interesting because I, I recently changed, I do do a prayer before every reading and it's always like God, spirit, universe, help me be as clear and accurate a channel for this information as possible. Help me receive the information that is pertinent to this reading. And I say, help me release any attachment to ego or outcome so I'm trying to take my out of it. I recently added, help me release any attachment to ego, outcome, or acceptance. Meaning client's acceptance. Mm. Because of exactly that. No, no, that's not me. That's not me. That's not me. Well, if you're like really attached to being right or something, you're going to be like, oh my God, I suck at this. I can't do this. She yeah. didn't get that, you know. Um, and so if, if a client is like that, I'll be like, okay, you know, now granted the husband was right there and the husband was saying, dude, this is you. Like she's nailing you. You, you know what I mean? But if you're, you're separate from that, you just have to, okay, that, okay, that's fine. Let's just put that in our back pocket and move forward. But you're, but it does take, um, practice and practice and practice to, to get there and and you not ever always there. remember a couple of weeks ago i reached out to ginger and kathy saying oh my god and i was almost in tears because there was a client in a reading she did not want to hear what i was saying as soon as i said this word she was like oh my god and she got really pissed because she's been getting the same message over and over and over and over and over but she's not taking the message in and she said i just wasted a freaking half an hour and, and so even me, when I know that, hey, man, if every, everybody else was giving her this message as well. So right. it wasn't, and I didn't know that before. So it wasn't me. That still was sending me over the edge. And I had to reach out to Kathy and Ginger, like, talk me off the ledge, you guys. Even you, with your heightened confidence, with all of your experience. I mean, when I first started out go there. in mediumship, I was busy giving people their money back. They yeah. would say one thing to me. I'd be at a home party. No, that doesn't make sense. Oh, oh, well, then immediately it would say yeah. I'm wrong and I would freeze. And I'm like, here, I'm not the right medium for you. Here, take your money back. Honest yeah. to goodness, when I started out, yeah. and I finally found I, I had a, me a coach, a mentor at the time, and said, they're like, stop that. Yeah. You know, you need to say what you see, give what you get, and you need to own it. And it, it was a hard lesson for me. Yeah, because it's not you our know. job to tie it up in a pretty bow. It's not our right. job to make everybody really, really. Super but TV happy. makes it look that way. 
And what Kathy, exactly what Kathy said earlier about a lot of the stuff is not, it's not a yes or no. Yeah. In fact, I had a a group of readings lately where where people were like, tell me, should I choose this or should I choose this? Am I supposed to go here? Am I supposed to go there? Uh, Is it yes or is it no? And I'm like, I am not a fortune teller. That's not what I'm doing here. (laughs) You know what I mean? And so it, it, it can, it, it takes a lot of practice and again, that's why we need what we started this conversation with. You need your tribe. I yeah. need to know that I can text Kathy and Ginger and Julianne saying, guys, I'm I'm freaking a little bit or I've lost confidence or I, I had a really bad reading. Can someone, can I talk to somebody or something? Well, confidence, Jerry, too, I think is the flip side of that. Or maybe not flip side, co-side. Um, yes, we want to practice. We want to build the skill. We want to feel comfortable, um, but we have to trust ourselves. And if you don't trust yourself, then what you were just talking about, Julia, giving people's money back and whatever was just, you know, I I, I don't trust. I trust you. I I don't trust me. And as you continue, you're like, okay, I have to trust spirit. I trust myself. Yeah. That's why I think that intention or that prayer is so important for me because I'm just like, you know, this is not me. I'm being a channel to this information. So that's going to, if I can try to look at it that way, that's taking me out of the equation. That's taking my ego out of the equation. That's taking the, the need to be right or wrong. It's just like, Hey, I'm just telling you what they're telling me. Right. You know, or what the energy is telling me or whatever. Um, that can also be why it's helpful when you're starting out as a reader to have a teacher, uh, a mentor, a spiritual guide. Yeah. You know, I have some people that, on whether it's monthly or quarterly or as needed checks in and we don't talk about, it's not a reading like I'm reading for them. They're discussing the situations they're encountering with their clients. And I'm sure you all have had that. And I love, those are my absolute favorite way to spend my time because I didn't have anybody to bounce it off. It was too strange. I didn't have anybody. I mean, you can have an informal network, with your peers as you're growing, but it can be also really important to have someone that you trust. That's like, yeah, I've done this a hundred times. Let me tell you, you're fine. You're right on. You're good. Yeah. I mean, so sometimes we need to go to one of us for that. And uh, I sure wish I had that start now. Yeah. There's literally a, a message thread on my messages called the wives. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and it's like, you guys, I just had this thing, or I had this hysterical <laughs> thing happen to me, or, oh my God, I, I need help or talk me off the yeah. ledge or, or something like that. Um, God, I really like this discussion. I did want to say um, one more thing about, um, th- this is a tip, and this is something that happened to me recently. So I did a um, summit, um, a, a colleague of mine does a, a, um, a annual summit where she brings in a bunch of uh, energetic people it goes on for three months. Every week she interviews somebody new. They do live readings. They offer a discount, et cetera. Um, and so I did that and I got a ton of readings out of them. Unfortunately, my scheduling software, um, I had screwed it up. So there were like, boom, 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 like, like five readings in a, like a couple days in a row, like with like a 15 minute break in between them or something. And I really learned, okay, balance. (laughs) Like I really learned what I'm able to do and what I'm not able to do. Like 
you know, we always talk about how, you know, something you do a reading and oftentimes you're really jazzed at the end of the reading. You got like, whoo, you know, like, like you, you had like spirit running through you, you know what I mean? So you feel like really good, but it depletes you as well. So I was finding at the end of the day that I was like, you know, almost walking into walls. You know what I mean? I was like completely uh -huh. depleted. So I really learned to really keep an eye on my schedule and to like, nope, block some time, block some time, block some time. And I know now how many I can do in a day because I was starting to get up in my own head because by the ones towards the late afternoon, I'm like, oh my God, I'm not being of service. I'm not being of service. I'm not being of service because maybe I'm not on my A game mm -hmm. because I wasn't as, and they, and they are all worked out fine but it was a big lesson for me in finding that physical almost balance. Yeah. Does that make sense? Like it, it was just, it was, it was really depleting, you know? Mm. So, um, you know, that go, kind of goes along with doing your own work, you know, having somebody to talk to, having, you know, a, a, you know, self care. Yeah. It, it's that self care. Absolute that self care. It's not about, let me do 10 a day so I can make a bunch of money. It's, it's, it's about how many can I, you know, finding the place of how many you can do where you're still coming, where you're still being of utmost service to a client and to God's fair universe um, and yourself. And you bring up a good point. I, I am known to sometimes move appointments because I'm not feeling on my A game. Now, maybe I didn't sleep well the night before. Maybe I just got off a bug. Maybe there's something in my personal life that's emotionally draining me. And I will, at this point, I would never have done this starting out. Yeah. Would have run ragged. But I'm at a point where I'm like, I need to be 100% for you. And I'm not today. And I'm really sorry. So my schedule, I always leave a day open in case I ever have to roll anybody. But I learned that the hard way. And I, I think too that, many hours. Right. And I think that, that like, okay, in the, in, you wouldn't have done that in the beginning because you're like, right. oh, my God, oh, my God. Oh my God don't if you put yourself on the in the opposite side like if i had somebody say hey if you if we had an appointment and you said that to me hey i'm not on my a game here i want to push back i'd be like yeah because i want you on your a game and they'll usually email back i understand yeah I'm really glad you said that and uh but it took a while to get there so i encourage yeah. people who are starting out to honor your body and your time and understand that we're all people your clients are all people they yeah. have life interfere. They have nights they can't sleep. They yeah. have, you know, so honor that in them as well as you. That would be yeah. my last tip. For sure. For sure. Any other last tips, guys? This has been a great discussion. I really Well, like. I just want to go back to the tribe very quickly. I think it is important and there's all kinds of circles that you can join. Yeah. Right? A lot of them are on Zooms. A lot of them are at night if you work during the day or if you work at night, there's, there's some during the day. And I say that because it, it really is so nice to have um, peers that are in the same spot that you are. Not I don't mean in, in development necessarily, but that understand you and that maybe can give a tip. And I think of that time, Jerry, I was telling you when I was first doing mediumship, um, I, it would bring up a lot of tears for me. Um, and I said, oh, that, like the overwhelming feeling. And then you start to cry, which you should not be doing as a medium. And she said, yes, I don't know if somebody had told her this or she found out on her own, just ask that spirit to pull back the emotion. Yes. And I'm like, I never thought of that. Yeah, I was <laughs> in a mediumship circle when that was happening. And it was like this overwhelming. And so our mentor said, 
just ask spirit or I, I guess it, he wasn't in that. I, I think it was just the whoever was running the circle said. And so it was just, yes, thank you for that information. Now, can you pull it back? And for me, it worked because I said, you know, feeling is my strongest. And so um, that's been very helpful to me. But I don't know if, if um, you know, if you're doing things on your own, not that you can't do that, but would you learn those kinds of tips? Right. You know, you know if you're in a group or you have a mentor or something and they say, hey, try this. This yeah. might work for you. Because when they're saying try this, it's worked for them or they've had this thing or they've had. And that brings up a really good point. You can always and we don't we don't you forget this sometimes in the beginning, you can always go back to the animal and ask the question, go back to the loved one in spirit that you're connecting to. Uh, go, if you're just doing a, a, a intuitive coaching or whatever, go back to whatever you call it, God, spirit universe and say, Hey, I need help here. I'm not, you know, can you help me? And they'll help you. Yeah. You know, they'll help you. They want to help you, you know? So it's, it's like, if you can remember, you're not alone here. This is not you making stuff up. You're not alone here. Right. So just ask, ask for it. You know, I, I really like that. And yes, that, that circle, you're, you pick up. So just in these conversations, just in conversations with, with Kathy and Ginger in general, like, oh, you know, they'll say something about, oh, I had this reading, blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, oh my God, that's brilliant. The way she just, or you'll just listen to somebody doing a reading. And I'm like, oh my God, I love the way she just, handled the client do you know what I mean or do you know what I'm saying like the way she said something or the way um I'm constantly if I see somebody else reading I'm like yeah. you know how she says something <laughs> how she reads yeah. because it it might be oh I want to I want to I want to learn that or I want to use that or or something so it, it really is a great um place to just pick stuff up and and everything that whole tribe the circle is huge right huge yeah well this has been awesome um it's a really good conversation it's funny you know you, you know we're like what are we talking about today and I'm like, <laughs> you know it was kind of a, a wide uh range sort of but i think we we did a good job of of that so um thank you everyone for listening julianne thank you so much for being oh, love visiting thank you wife today yeah you know we we have you and mary are now our kind of go-to guest wives <laughs> that we just like talking about, you know, or talking with about whatever. Um, so yeah, thanks everybody for listening. Uh, you will see Julianne with us, obviously, more times going forward. Um, you know where to find us, Facebook, at The Psychic Wives, www.thepsychicwives.com. And if you have any comments or anything, um, these are also already also going up on YouTube now. So you can also uh, comment on YouTube if you have anything, but let, let us know if there's any questions about this or if you want to um, uh, want us to talk about anything else. So until next time, be well and be kind. Thanks everybody. Bye. Bye. Thank you for listening to the Psychic Wives podcast with Ginger Hendry, Jerry Carabin, and Kathy Rumsey, where we discuss everyday living with a twist. To learn more about us, please visit our website at www.thepsychicwives.com. You can also follow us on Facebook at The Psychic Wives. If you would like to support us, please subscribe on Apple Podcasts and Spotify, and feel free to share our episodes with anyone you feel would benefit from listening. 
Sending you all peace, love, and light. <laughs>